It's 14. It's getting close to 15. Our, our attendees' numbers are picking up. Um, without further ado, though, coming to, I'm going to turn it over to the person that's going to be um, sharing with us on a devotion and prayer. Um, Dr. Scott had to attend a funeral out of town, and he has a wonderful person sitting in his bed. We got Minister Eric Edwards. Are you there with us, sir? Yes, that's a real kind introduction. I don't know about wonderful. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Amen. All right. Amen. Everything is all in your hands. How are you all doing this evening? Great. 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 Uh, for this evening. I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody uh, so that we all can uh, listen attentively. All right, y'all. So for tonight, I would like to come from Jeremiah 15, chapter 15, and we're going to look at verses 18 through 20. Um, and, and for this particular reading, I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. And the word of our Lord says this, Why is my pain unceasing, my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Truly you are to me like a deceitful brook, like waters that fell. Therefore thus says the Lord, if you turn back, I will take you back, and if you shall stand before me, if you utter what is precious and not what is worthless, you shall serve as my mouth. It is they who will turn to you, not you who will turn to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail over you, for I am with you to save you. And deliver you, says the Lord. Uh, the title that I would like to place a tag on this devotional homily for tonight is Hope During the Time of Lament. The one thing about the finitude of life is that sorrow, sorrowful and lamenting situations are inevitable. Oftentimes, our struggle can become so disastrous and overwhelming that we enter into a place of deep despair. We encounter numerous situations and events all throughout our lives are not always good. I submit our lived realities do not always feature happiness. They do not always feature laughter. Rather, there are many times when our lives consist of somberness, pain, and sorrow. Notably, Ukrainians are, are dying at the hands of Russian soldiers. My friends, this is sorrowful. African students experiencing racism while trying to escape the war that's occurring in Ukraine. This is sorrowful. The threat of nuclear bombs being used in the world. This is sorrowful. At Duke Divinity School. This past Monday, we've lost the director of the gospel choir due to a fatal car crash. This is sorrowful. 
But also there are many reasons in our own personal lives for us to lament. We are lamenting the fact that we received a bad doctor's note or being affected by economic inflation. That's the reason for us to lament. God allowed something to happen that we did not want to happen. We're lamenting. Brothers and sisters, can you remember the last time that you encountered a lamentful situation? Can you remember how that difficult situation made you feel? And maybe you're not facing a physical attack, but maybe you're facing a spiritual attack. And it seems like during your walk with God, just like Jeremiah, everything that occurs in your life is worthy of lament. My friends, what we just went over, these questions and statements kind of correlate to the experience of the prophet Jeremiah. See, in the text, Jeremiah is facing the tough reality of serving God. He's facing the rigors of the call, and he blames the Lord for being in lament. He even tells the Lord, you are like a deceitful brook, like waters that fail. See, Jeremiah is at a place of disappointment. He's in a place of lament. Jeremiah is displeased because his friends turned their back on him. His loved ones are not speaking to him. Society does not like him because he's simply saying what God wanted him to say. Jeremiah feels alone and feels that society has casted him aside. He feels as though God is not here, that God has left him all alone to deal with such a stressful situation. Can you imagine, my friends? Being in such a tough and difficult situation to where it seems as if you are truly all by yourself, to where it seems that the Lord just keeps putting more and more on you, to where it seems that the whole world around you is just falling apart. My friends, that's how Jeremiah feels. He's in a place of uncomfortability, a place that he truly never thought he would be at. When God uttered, uttered those words, in the first chapter, that I'm calling you to be my prophet, that I've known you before my mother's womb, that you're going to say what I'm going to tell you to say, and I'm going to be with you. God, Jeremiah feels like he's just all by himself. But I submit that there's still good news in this church. In Jeremiah, the good news for him is that he has a reason to be hopeful during the time of his lament. See, when we continue to read the flow of the text, God tells Jeremiah that they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue you and save you. Jeremiah can be hopeful because he has the ever-present God on his side. God has made the promise to be with Jeremiah throughout his trials and tribulations. Jeremiah can be hopeful because he has the strongest of the strongest the mightiest of the mightiest, the most powerful God on his side. And as he continues to speak what the Lord wants him to speak, God will indeed be with him. Notice that the people will rise up against him. That's what God says. But God also says, I will be with you to save you and to deliver you. And all I want to say tonight is that we, my friends, during our lamenting situations, We can be hopeful 
because we're not alone when we encounter the finitude of life. We have a God who is with us and does not leave us by ourselves. Just as the psalmist says in Psalms 23, verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Rest assured, my friends, we can have hope during our lament, hope in God's unfailing love and in God's constant presence, hope that the Lord will be right there with us, hope in God's saving action, hope that while we're asleep, God is interceding on our behalf, hope that although we may not see how God is working, we know he's working somewhere in the background helping everything to be all right in our lives. So whatever the situation is, my friends, keep the hope and keep the faith because God's promises are true. God's presence is continuous. We can have hope in the Lord, God Almighty, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Each and every one of our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Really? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pray for Alex please. She's uh, in hospital. Let's pray for Alex Garber. Okay. And uh, oh, let's pray for oh, my Miss Mary, Mary Harrison. Yes. And Regina Tillsdale. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, Pfeiffer and Matthew Pfeiffer and, and jo- Joshua and Don Greathouse. And they lost their son this week, last weekend. And uh, Mama Mary Harrison. Pray for Jeraldine Wilson and Harrison. I would like to say for the Coma family who I lost my aunt that was 103 years old. And we buried her on last Thursday. Please, please continue to pray for my family, the Coleman family. Amen. Anthony and Daniel's family. Joshua and Don Greathouse, who lost their son last weekend. The for the entire world. Robert Lund and his family. Robert Lund and his family. Amen. 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 Amen.
God, we come before you on this evening just to say thank you. God, we first thank you that you're still God, that you're still ever-present in our lives. Thank you, oh God, that you're still right here with us, that, God, we are not alone. God, thank you for getting us through this day. God, you know what we went through on today. You know our difficult situations that we encountered, and we just thank you, God, for getting us through it. God, we thank you for your love, for your abiding, constant love that's ever-present in our lives. God, as we enter the season of lament leading up to Easter, God, we just still say thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for your magnificent sacrifice, for dying on the cross for our sins. And God, we come before you with heavy hearts. God, because so much is happening in our personal lives, so much is happening throughout this world that, God, we need your presence. God, there's so much death going on, God, in Ukraine, civilians dying at the hands of this senseless war. God, we ask that your presence and your Holy Spirit just goes over there to be with the families that needs covering God, those who's forced to move from their homeland of Ukraine to go into other countries to be in a place that they do not know, God, be with them as they're suffering the loss of land. And God, we want to lift up those families that were called out for this prayer call. Parents suffering the death of children. People losing their aunts and uncles and grandmothers and mothers and fathers. God, we lift it all up to you right now. Oh, God, for all the families that were called out, God, I ask that your constant abiding, comforting Holy Spirit and presence just be with them, oh, God. Wrap your loving hands around them and let them know that you are right there with them. Let them know that, God, you're giving them joy even in their pain. Let them know that, God, they can be happy and hopeful even in their lament. And, God, as these times continue to grow worse, God, we're just going to keep on trusting in you because, God, we know that you have the last say-so. Oh, God, we know that you're still reigning and in control, and that right there is why we can still shout glory, hallelujah, because we serve an ever-reigning and ever-present God. Oh, God, we just say we love you right now. And, God, we ask for forgiveness of all our sins. God, because truthfully, we did something that was against what you told us to do. And, God, we also didn't do something that you wanted us to do. So, God, we're sorry. And all we can just ask right now is, oh, God, that you make us better. Help us to be better. Help us to do better. Help us to see your will more clearly. Help us to discern what it is that you would truly have us to do so that we can be obedient servants. God, just have your way in all of our lives. For we all are seeking and ailing and aching to serve you. We all desire to do your will. So, God, allow your will to flourish in our lives. And, God, you will get all the glory. You will get all the honor. You will get all the praise for just being God and God alone. So, God, we just say thank you. And, God, as we leave this prayer call at 830, God, I pray that tomorrow you be with us. God, for you know our struggles that we're going to face, so God, be with us.
keep us, protect us, lead us, and guide us down the paths that you would have us to go. It is in Jesus Christ's name that we pray and claim this prayer done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.